Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I gave Low T. Chuck and Longoria the night off. Tim Andrews, famous for uh, his role, his starring role on the Eric Von Hessler Show, joins us uh, for the program tonight. Tim, thanks for spending part of your Friday evening with us. Thank you for having me, Mark. I've been trying to get you on the show for good part of 15 years yeah and you finally you finally get hired by wsb and right. i lose you to von hessler i'm here whenever you need me. <laughs> well that's what i was told so yeah. i'm gonna have you on fridays okay and let the other bananas uh go uh tonight after the show tim is going to be heading to the punchline to see uh the first guest on the mark aram show tonight world-renowned comedian and perhaps the guest on the mark aram show with the most twitter followers ever he is Veer Das Veer. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thank you for having me. Four million Twitter followers. Yes, I've slept with most of them. That's <laughs> well, what's, the, what's the best part about that's, social media. That's is, how you get them. Is sleeping with your followers. So yes. um, first off, before we continue the show, you are going to follow me on Twitter, right? Yes, I am. All right, fantastic. Yes. Now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> um, you are one of the most famous actor slash comedian slash performers uh, in India. And this is your first time performing stand-up in the United States. Is that correct? Um, well, uh, Atlanta, yes. Okay. The United States have done once before. All right. So yeah. But and 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 you're you're obviously a smash success in in India. Why why come to the United States now? What's the draw? Uh, you you want to get good at tennis? You have to play tennis with people who are better than you are. Okay. Um, so I've been uh, doing comedy in India for about ten years, and I want to know if I'm really a global comedian or not. So this is step one in a world tour. So from here we go to Australia, to Europe, and we're doing 26 countries in six continents. Excellent. So we're starting here. And and your English is flawless. Thank you. Is it, Did you grow up bilingual? Or um, so I grew up in Africa. Oh, Actually, wow. I grew up in Nigeria. Okay. Uh, then I went to school in Delhi, in India. Mm-hmm. I went to college in the Midwest in Galesburg, Illinois. What? Uh, I went to grad school in Montgomery, Alabama. And then I finally settled down in Bombay in India. So that's my... So what you're telling me is you're actually in the CIA. Yes. <laughs> you just took I us kill the... people after I tell jokes. You just day. took us through the first four seasons of Homeland right <laughs> yeah. there. He's like Africa and Mumbai in the middle. That's fantastic. What a... And you seem young. That's a lot of time spent traveling in such a short... I'm 37. Don't let the surgery okay. fool you. So you're, you're, so, yeah. you're about my age. Yes. A little younger. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, but you look younger. Thank How you. long have you, have you been doing stand-up? Um, about nine years, about nine years. All right. And, yeah. and and have you seen a marked improvement since when you first began to, to where you are now? Well, you know, the thing is, I, I started stand up more as a rebellion. Like I was mm-hmm. in this really Stanislavskian acting program in grad school, mm-hmm. uh, which was just this sit in a circle and cry all day and hold hands kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so 10 years of, uh, sorry, two years of just 
Chekhov, Simon Miller, Shakespeare. Yeah. And so at the end of that, uh, you do a thesis performance. So I wrote a show called Brown Men Can't Hump, which is uh, <laughs> uh, which was a stand-up comedy show. Yeah. And that kind of led into getting discovered in India and Bollywood and TV over there, and now this. Well, Veer yeah. Das joins us in studio. He's at the Punchline tonight. Tickets available online at punchline.com. Pretty big Indian community here in Metro Land. In fact, one of the, uh, and I wish he was here tonight, my buddy Sanjay um, mm-hmm. is is uh, a, a, an integral part of the show. He does a very funny segment. Um, and he always talks about the pressure. And I can, I can relate to this as a Jewish guy. Our parents wanting us to become either a doctor or a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Did you feel that pressure from your folks to what are you doing wasting your time in comedy and acting? So I was kicked out of like three boarding schools before I even considered what I was going to do with my life. So okay. I think my parents just gave up hope then yeah. uh, after boarding school number three. But I think for the longest time, my mom couldn't, I mean, she knew what I did. She just couldn't figure out why people paid to see it. <laughs> like that was, yeah. she's like, I, I get what you do. You tell jokes and that's fine. But why are there a thousand people here? Uh, what is this doing for them? Yeah. Is, is more the puzzle <laughs> that uh, that she had. So, yeah, I, now they're good. Now that's, they're that's, well, yeah, once once you show them the paychecks. Yeah. I, mean, so I haven't gotten there yet. My parents are still <laughs> like, it's not too late to go to medical school. You know, Mark, you could really <laughs> still become a... Uh, pediatrician if you really wanted to so my checks aren't there um, what what was the big break in India that that m- made you who you are now that that everyone in India recognize you and you're you're a huge star so it's actually a funny story I um, at some point I was doing TV and I was doing stand-up on TV and mm-hmm. I had my own like sort of daily show uh, with John Stewart like okay. I, I had a show called news on the loose with Veer Das which was on CNBC in India, okay, and it was really boring, and, and you know, I was doing like a lot of financial news, and and you know, I was twenty nine, yeah, and I wanted to make it in the movies, so I ended up just producing a DVD, um, which was my stand up comedy show, and I made sure that it looked really good on the outside, like that the packaging was good, so in a DVD library it would hold up, uh, and I went to every DVD library in Bombay where I knew directors for films rented out movies. Oh, and I just wow. gave them like 20 free copies. And I'm like, just take this, make money off of it. I don't care. Uh, the show was called Viagra. Uh, and so it just looked like Viagra from far away. <laughs> and, nice. and a lot of directors kind of picked that up and, and saw it. That went to one of the biggest stars in India. His like third AD. Yeah. Uh, and got me a film called Delhi Belly, which was like uh, India's lock, stock and two smoking barrels. Oh, like okay. that kind of a, Love that movie. And that movie changed my life. Like, That's that was amazing. a big hit and that changed my life. Veer Das joining us in studio. He's at the Punchline this weekend. Tim Andrews and uh, Wellington Ojuku. Wellington is the uh, host tonight at the program. Uh, are you nervous, Wellington? I mean, Veer's a huge star. Nah. <laughs> no, you're okay? <laughs> Now you're local. We, you're you're from yeah. you're Nigerian. I know the I know the city. I know the people. Yeah. You know. This is exciting it's exciting more than anything else. I just found out he was uh he's lived in Nigeria for seventeen years. And I'm still in my mind like he lived in Nigeria. For longer than you. <laughs> longer than me. Longer than me. Let, he did let, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh let me ask you a question, Veer. Uh when you perform in India, mm-hmm. you don't do it in English, do you? I do. You Absolutely. do, so yeah. English all the time. <coughs> it's always in English, yeah. How prevalent is the English language in India now? It's 10% of the country, so it's not very, very prevalent, okay. to be honest with you. But, I mean, 10% of our country is still kind of 40% of your country, if yeah. that makes sense. I got so you, yeah. We got 1.2 billion, so that's 120 million people. That's enough to pay You guys the are 300 million or something yeah. like that, so... There well, it's dropping. President Trump is kicking, you know, yeah. <laughs> 11 million out by the end of the show tonight. We'll see who builds this wall. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Do you have your visa? 
<laughs> I have my visa. <laughs> I also, Trump, what do you think about uh, uh, Veer Das? I don't think uh, it's going to be so bad. Can I be honest with you? Like, uh, And I talk about this in the show as well, where everybody's saying, man, we didn't choose this guy, and now we have to live with him. Um, to Indians, that's a marriage. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that, like, <laughs> arranged marriage. That's what Trump is. Yeah. He's your arranged marriage. Yeah. And, and I believe in arranged marriage. Like, yeah. uh, You have an opportunity to do what the wife does, uh, make him miserable. <laughs> so please <laughs> go ahead and do that. And, and you uh, just pray at some point you fall in love and, and have nice kids. Can I, be, I mean, my gut tells me I don't think he's going to last. I, I really, I, I, I don't I think he lasts the one, term. Yeah. Something will give, the hair will break the camera. Well, what back. I said during the... Uh, and no offense, President Trump, who joins us in studio. None taken. Um, <laughs> what I said during the uh, election process was, if, if ask yourself, if you're worth $10 billion, mm-hmm. you can literally do anything you want for the rest of your life. Yeah. Enjoy every, every desire, yeah. everything. Do you really want the toughest job in the world? Like, who, why would you do that? So I always thought, six months tops. If he gets elected six months, he's like, you know what? I'm worth $10 billion. I'm getting the heck out of Dodge. Meet your new president, uh, Mike Pence. Am I am I close to that, President Trump? You're very close, but I would like to say, Devere, I'm very sorry for what we did to the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> the West could have been settled if we had worked with the Indian people. Yes. Oh, man. I, I was reading a, a good article the other day which was just saying that, you know, it's not him, it's us. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in every... Like the world goes through these 71, 72 year cycles where every 72 years the world just starts going, what about us and what about our country? It becomes more nationalistic and more egocentric and, and it's it's like a pressure cooker and it eventually it needs release. And the last time was 1935 to 45. Yeah. So we're headed for some sort of major... It's cyclical yeah. is what you're saying. World what, conflict. Let me ask you a question. Um, you mentioned India. Right now there's no restriction on travel for folks from India. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what what do Indians think about the political scene in America right now? We're grappling with our own, man. You yeah. know what I mean? But much like you guys and Britain, we also re- elected a very far-right um, prime minister. Mm-hmm. You know, so And that's what we're grappling with over there. You know, comedians get arrested sometimes. Really? Uh, yeah, like mm. I, I did a show, God, uh, maybe a year and a half ago. I was doing uh, an arena, so I had about 2,900 people that were watching the show. Uh, and I did... A joke about how I performed for the late president of India. And it was a true story where he was supposed to watch me for five minutes and then leave and he stayed for 35. Wow. Um, but I did this bit about how I did a dirty joke and he laughed, which means he knew what I was talking about, etc. <laughs> uh, somebody showed up and said, you cannot talk about the president of India. Uh, and I said, with, with all due respect, if, you, if you'd like a refund, with, with all humility, I will give you one. Yeah. But it's my show and I'll talk about whatever I, yeah. I damn well please. Um Second half, I go up on stage and cops start filling up uh, stage right in the wing. Wow. So there were 20 policemen and he filed a sedition charge against me. And and you can do that now. Just a random dude. Yeah, and, and the cops came in, heard the joke, had a sandwich, laughed it and went home. That's God amazing. bless the Delhi police, they're fantastic. But I live in a country where that's an option. You know, you can file a sedition charge against a stand-up comedian. I'm pretty sure you're going to be safe at the punchline this weekend. I hope so. Veer Das, <laughs> I can't wait to see you. Um, I'm excited. Tickets available online at punchline.com. One of the showtimes. Do we know what the showtimes yes, are? Yes. Uh, so tonight, 8 and 10. Okay. Tomorrow, which is Saturday, we've got 6, 8, and 10. All right. And then Sundays at 7 o'clock. And then, then where are you headed to next? Um, next weekend is Caroline's in New York. Oh, uh, I love that spot. They're doing six shows there. Then there's uh, Denver. Um, Tempe and Seattle. Excellent. So you're all. Um, 
do, do Americans get your comedian, your comedy? I mean, you I seem like a so. very funny dude. It, what I like is, you know, I preface the show with pretty clear context, which is I have an Indian accent. This is the next 90 minutes of your life. <laughs> uh, it won't change. There's no Apu from The Simpsons joke coming up. Yeah. This is not a bit. Uh, tonight, the Indian accent will be a perspective, not a punchline. And you have to be okay with that. I think it's charming. I, I, I love it. You know, I, I, I mean... I hope American audiences appreciate oh, that. But they're so receptive to that because, yeah. you know, we've always been the bit. You know, uh, yeah. we've always been the funny Indian sort of, oh, tut, tut, thank you, come sure, again. Yeah, That's yeah. always been, yeah. you know, why you've laughed at an Indian thing. But the you've never just. The racist thing that yeah, we got going here. But, but you've never just heard an Indian talk to you about gun control or about Obamacare or about the roads or about whatever. Yeah. And so they're just super warm and receptive to that. The minute you preface it right. Well, as Wellington will tell you, Atlanta is is the southern melting pot. So I yeah. think the uh, the audiences are going to eat you up tonight, much like they're eating you up here on the Mark Aram Show. Can you hang out for one more second? Absolutely. All right, Veer Das in studio. Uh, he's a legend in India. 10% of India can't get enough of this guy, <laughs> which is basically all of the United States. He's at the punchline this weekend, as is Wellington Ojuku, uh, the Nigerian nightmare, both on stage. you, you got an international <laughs> flair tonight. Yeah. Uh, we'll come right back. It's the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Coming up next half hour, David Danzig from Bites and Sights will give us a preview of the fine culinary options that will be available at uh, SunTrust Park, the new Braves home, starting in April. And I can't wait for that. Uh, Veer Das, Wellington Ojuku in studio here. They're at the Punchline this weekend. Veer from India. Uh, let's talk about American cuisine. Do you mm -hmm. dig it or do you like American food? I think you do with your cuisine what? Uh, you sometimes do with your movies, which is make uh, slightly more relatable, watered-down versions of other people's <laughs> cuisine. Uh, so your Chinese food isn't really Chinese food. Oh, so, no, absolutely Your not. Mexican food isn't really Mexican food. Slumdog Millionaire was not an Indian movie, uh, let's be clear. <laughs> uh, so it's the same thing. Yeah. But, uh, you so, know, they, so Indian restaurants in Atlanta, that's not... That's not Indian food. Really? No, you are not eating anything close to I'm, Indian I'm going to punch Sanjay in the belly because he's like, <laughs> he takes me to places like, this is authentic Indian. No, it's not. And then I wind up in the uh, in the facilities for four hours. I'm like, all right, that must be authentic Indian. Because it's, it's just designed to give you an ego trip and get your money. Basically. Interesting. All right. <laughs> so um, if you, you know, punchline is at a diner. It's at the Landmark Diner in Buckhead. Oh, really? Okay. What, what might you have before or after the show tonight? American food. Okay. So you know how you never outgrow your poverty? Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and with cuisine, that's even more true. So for me, uh, I did a year in my life where I was in Chicago after college. And there was a place called the Grand Lux Cafe on Michigan Avenue. Okay. Uh, and, and I used to wash dishes there for about a year, trying to make it as a comic. And lunch every day was a single cheeseburger and six McNuggets. <laughs> uh, and no, touch wood, God has been kind. I'm doing all yeah. right in my life now. The second I land in America, that's what I want. That's amazing. Is a cheeseburger and yeah. six McNuggets. No, that's, the, I mean, as, as a Jewish guy, our food is what we ate in the slums yeah. in the Lower East Side. Cow mm. tongue yeah. and pickled herring. And, you know, it was the stuff that no one else would eat and we would eat it. Yeah. And now... That's what we eat, and yeah. we get charged an arm and a leg for it. How, having said that, though, I had my first uh, pastrami sandwich the yes. other day, like a pastrami on rye with Swiss and the pickles yeah. and the crisps on the side. Fantastic. You like, loved it. I did. Excellent. You're going to have a good time at Caroline's. Um, obviously, all of Inline is in love with you right now. Where can we find you online and all that good stuff? Um, it's uh, virdas.in, which is my website. Okay. Uh, the tour is called the Boarding Das Tour. So it's hashtag Boarding Das whenever you're talking about it. Um, the Virdas on Twitter. 
uh, Veer Das on Facebook. All right. Wellington, Atlanta kid, you're local. I want to have you back on the show sometime, man. Awesome, awesome. You let me know. And where can we find you on You on can the web? find me on Facebook, uh, Wellington Juku. That is J U K U. Uh, Instagram is Wellington Ojuku, O J U K W U. Instagram, I'm sorry, Twitter is Wellington Juku. You ever think about changing your name for for a show business? Uh, Joe man. Smith. Joe Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody thinks I did that, though, because my name is symmetrical. Everybody <laughs> thinks like that's a show business name. I, th- I think it's it's Veer Das and Wellington Juku. I yeah. mean, what more do you want? They're at the Punchline yeah. tonight. Tickets online at punchline.com. Awesome. Michael Moore and Ryan Lewis. There we go. That's, that's <laughs> us. Winning! <laughs> Excellent. Th- best of luck on the tour. Uh, Thank you, Wellington, man. we'll see you again soon in studio. Uh, Tim, hang out. You're not going anywhere. I'm not going nowhere. All right. News, weather, traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 p.m. every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Joining me in studio now, uh, you've heard him on Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. You've seen him uh, peeking through your windows at night. I don't know where you've known him, but he's he's been around town for many, many moons. He is the uh, owner, creator, and CEO of Bites and Sights. He is my friend and yours, Mr. David Danzig. David, welcome to the Mark Aaron Thank Show. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Well, uh, I use re- drones now, by the way. I don't like, creep up <laughs> into people's windows like exactly. I used to. Yeah, technology has exactly. really helped me out with that. Uh, so last week on the show, we had Steve Gelbach in from Channel 2 Action News talking about um, the battery outside of SunTrust Park and the cool things that are going in there. And I had a casual conversation with you in the hall yesterday and you um, actually have a full breakdown. You wrote an yeah. article mm-hmm. about uh, what's most important to me about SunTrust Park and yeah. the battery, the restaurants. Because yeah. as a foodie, uh, like I am, Tim uh, Tim Andrews, are you a foodie? Sort of. Sort of? Yeah. What, is, what does that mean? I mean, that means I go wherever my wife wants to go. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. I think that we, we all abide you by know, that you, rule. If you're a foodie, you're a fo- it's kind of like being pregnant. You can't be sort of a foodie. Yeah. You're either, a f- you know, you got to release your inner fat kid or... Or you know, if you're just eating for sustenance, that that doesn't constitute a. Food. No, I see. You, you go to some 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 joints in East Atlanta that uh, definitely are, are foodie havens. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Okay. She likes pho and things. She likes to experiment. It's pho. Yeah. It's actually pho. It's pho. Is it really? Yeah. It's not pho. It's pho. That's breaking news. That I, is breaking news. I've it is pronounced been pronouncing pho. it pho for. If you, if you, years yeah, they, they, they're just placating you. No, if you go in, and you want to be, <laughs> you want to go OG style. You got to say it's pho. All right. Faga. Well, let me ask you a yeah. question then. Okay. Is it is it a gyro or is it a gyro? It is a gyro. Um, it is a gyro. I have I have and I've heard uh, I've been at restaurants. I went to Halal Guys and the guy was saying it's gyro, but I have after extensive googling and stuff, it's 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 gyro. It is gyro. Like but gyro, gyro. In the Northeast, I never called it a gyro. It's a gyro, Tim. Gyro. Yeah, it was always a gyro. So it may be tomato tomato. I after I mean the the actual pronunciation is gyro. 
but I mean, it's a gyro to me. I, I've you know. done a lot of research, uh, and all I find is it's gyro, like hero. All right. Uh, without further ado, just eat it. <laughs> my uh, my inner fat bastard can't wait to go to SunTrust Park. What are some of the options, the culinary options we're yeah. going to see at SunTrust? Well, this was just you know, it, it was such a shock to the system when the Braves decided to go up to Cobb County. And, you know, the main problem was that when you get, went down to Turner Field, it was sort of this wasteland um, around the stadium. And really, after, other than the 81 games of the year, it was there was nothing to do. So I think the Braves started with a blank canvas. They wanted to create a year-round exceptional uh, fan experience. Sure. And that's what the battery is shaping up to be. To be fair, yes. they did have that KFC outside of Turner Field for a long time. <laughs> that was spot on. That yes. was a good Yeah. Oh, that I was mean, a good spot. It re- <laughs> it was But it then w- it went away. And that's why the Braves left, honestly. They I, I tell think, you, yes, the dirt <laughs> of KFC was, like, it, was gonna... it really left a void. Yes. But the battery, okay, so this is going to be this incredible mixed use um, facility. And they really did their homework. This is a combination of the great chefs that we have here, our homegrown guys. And then they're also bringing in these proven world-class concepts that are coming from, you know, outside the city. So let's just, let's just start here. I, for, for, let me jump in for a second. So yeah. for those folks that don't know, you're going to have SunTrust Park and the battery is this complex just outside That's the correct. park. So it's That's two correct. separate entities. And so you can go to the battery and not go into the sure, game, absolutely. or you, you know, I think the idea is warm up at the battery yeah. and then and Free then game. stumble into the park. So, um, you know, we were talking about this is a uh, Yankee fans will know what this is a murderer's row. It's a reference to the twenty seven yeah. lineup of Ruth, the New York Lazzari, Yankees. Gehrig, I can't remember the other ones. Do you remember Tim? Uh, Those see. are the three big ones. Ruth, Gehrig, who was the other one? Lazzari. Dimaggio. No, no, Dimaggio. that was, was pre Dimaggio. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But Murderer's Row is just a a, a a reference to a the crazy lineup. So this kind is kind of cra- like the talk lineup at WSB Radio. It really is. It really is. Slade, Von Hessler, Kane, Andrews, Danzig, Andrews. Uh, okay. So anyway, <laughs> we'll start out. So some of these are going to be ready for first pitch opening day. Some of these are going to come in, you know, kind of later, and some are probably you know after the season. But let's just start off with James Beard award-winning chef Linton Hopkins. Love that dude. Guy is a genius. Um, restaurant Eugene Holman and Finch, Longleaf, which is in um, the Botanical Gardens H and F Burger. So Linton and his wife Gina are going to do a steakhouse, and they're naming it C. Ellitz, and this is a reference to his great grandfather. And supposedly this is going to be a sixty-five. 100 square foot, his biggest restaurant yet. Wow. And it's going to be sort of a nod to New Orleans, fine dining, steakhouse kind of vibe. That's going to be opening in May. He's a super nice guy, too. He's been on the show a couple of times. He's brilliant. He is really good. He is brilliant. Honestly, he has so many restaurants now. I haven't even been to all of them. Uh, But uh, Eugene... Great, great stuff. It's it's transcendent. It's yeah. one of the. It's just one of the finest fine dining experiences. So is you this going to be like that, or is this going to be a traditional steakhouse? It or? sounds, and the rendering looks to me like if you've ever been to Antoine's in New Orleans or Arnaud's, sort of a, 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 a it's highbrow, but it's got a sort of a rollicking, you know, Le Bon sure. Roulé kind of feel to Not it. Not an uppity kind of place. It doesn't it's feel be. like that, and right. and he's so southern centric and. You know, but he, lo- you know, it's not a, this, the traditional South isn't sort of uppity. It's, it's, um, there's a real down home feel sure. that I'm, 
I'm imagining that's what he's going to bring to this. Okay, it's going to be right outside else, the ballpark. Okay. What else are we going to get? Wahlburger. So this is a um, this is going to be opening in May. This is a fast casual burger concept from Chef Paul Wahlberg and his brothers Mark and Donnie are part of the team, and so they're going to be bringing fresh burgers and crispy fish sandwiches, haddock. If you're you Yankees that know yeah, what haddock, haddock is, haddock. Fried haddock. Um, and there's going to be beers and you know and things like that. Um, hopefully they'll bring a little of their good uh, sports karma down from Boston. And um, so that's going to be opening in May. Wahlberg. Ma- Mark Wahlberg joins us in studio. Mark, uh, are you excited about Wahlburgers? At uh, I totally Sun- am. You should totally go see the Braves and stop at my Wahlburgers. It's great. I will check it out. <laughs> I know it's a big hit. I've never been to one personally. Have yeah. you been to one? I have not. Yeah. I have not. Um, so that's uh, that's got a good buzz around it. Um, and <clears throat> again, the battery is going to be one of these, uh, I guess, because you're on property there. Mm-hmm. You can grab a beer. They, they call it a wall brewski here at Wahlburgers and then take it out and walk around. But can you take it into the park? That I don't know that right. uh, that you cannot do. OK, so you can't bring your steak from C. Ellis <laughs> into Turner. Field. Yeah, I think you can bring your steak. You just can't bring your your <laughs> vodka gimlet or whatever, okay. you know. Nice. So. All right. Crew Food and Wine Bar. This is a concept. There's already a couple of these in the in the market. There's one up at Avalon. Um, this is going to be kind of a wine wonderland. Um, 300 bottle, you know, choices of 300 bottles and 30 wines by the glass. So you can dig into a menu there and take your wine and take that to go as well. That's projected to be late spring. Uh, Terrapin, for the big, big brew fans yeah. of Terrapin. This is going to be really exciting. Terrapin's going to team up with Fox Brothers Barbecue, which is out in Inman Park. And it's just, it's amazing barbecue. It's Texas style. So you'll be able to go to the Terrapin Tap Room and eat Fox Brothers. They also have a- Let me jump in for a second. I haven't been to Fox Brothers since I stopped eating meat. Why did you do that? uh, That's a long story. I saw a video. I'm not happy about it, but I stopped eating meat. Um, is, is Is Fox Brothers still as- uh, jammed as it always used yes, to be. It's yes. still, it's still. Uh, they're making, they're making their waves. They're going to be in the Mercedes Benz Stadium as yeah. well. I mean, they're really starting so to good. branch out. It is Absolutely. Really There's so a little good. kiosk down, down from the station. Have you ever been over there on Armor Drive? It's right around meat. the corner. I know, I know. You stopped eating meat. Well, I've, I've started to eat chicken though, um, in That's the last meat. year. Only because financially, because we got the Chick Fil A black card, so <laughs> yes. I get free chicken every day. Yeah, you are you are sort of drawn so, to yeah. The, fiscally to... speaking, I had to start right. eating chicken. You, you you've been to uh, Fox Brothers, right? I absolutely yeah. love Fox. I, barbecue is my favorite. Food, yeah, so. we used to go for lunch at the stadium. We would take Bruce Martin would yeah. go down. I mean, you know that guy knows barbecue and just pig out. I do miss that. I might cheat with Fox Brothers. I- you can't deny your carnivore instincts. I mean, we're cavemen. Yeah. You can I, eat ribs, too, because vegetarian ribs. Yeah, exactly. Finger food. Food. Well, <laughs> finger food. you can transition over. Okay, so next we have Antico Pizza. There you can get a non-meat uh, pizza. Can we can we say that Antico is the best pizza in Atlanta? I mean, is that official? I. It's hard to argue against that. Um, it's Neapolitan style. So I, I know there's people who are like, I just don't like Neapolitan pizza. I like more of a Roman style or I like a thick crust. I like a Chicago. Yeah. So, but if you like Neapolitan style pizza, it's, I can't. The only problem I have though, are the, their best pizza is the San Gennaro, yes, whatever the with San the Gennaro. sausage. Yes. I can't eat that anymore. Pick I, it still, off. I still get the regular, I still get pizza there and it's yeah. delicious. But that one with the, 
the peppers and yes. the so- so good. It's 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 transcendent. Yeah. yeah, and I'm excited. Uh, I think it's the best pizza in Atlanta. I'm a pizza snob, but it's really good. There's you you are gonna have a hard time finding someone disagreeing with yeah. you. So Antico- that guy's having a, a hell of a career, right? He he's a Giovanni De Palma. He's an interesting guy. I've interviewed him. He's he's just fascinating. Um, yeah, Antico Pizza. If you've ever been to the one here in Home Park um, around 10th and Northside, next door he's got Gio's Chicken. I would love to see a Gio's Chicken come chicken to, farm there is legit. to Sun SunTrust Park. Yeah. But Antico Pizza um, is going to significantly elevate the pizza experience yeah. at the ballpark. The El Felix. Speaking of favorite sons of Atlanta, Ford Fry, another awesome dude, unbelievable guy. Brilliant. I mean, the Braves just. I, I mean, this heard is, him on. I think it was Belinda's show with you guys. That's right. We had him on, and he was talking about he's got the the caboose or something. He's going to have front. a vintage truck that I don't think is going to move. It's just going to be sort it. of anchored in yeah. front of. He's bringing an L Felix. There's one up in Avalon. So this is a true Tex-Mex smoked meats. You know, it's just it's my favorite Tex-Mex experience in the city. He's bringing that to the battery as well. So the, they'll guy. have this truck stationed outside the restaurant, and you can just pull but on it's up. A huge re- he said on Belinda Show, it's a huge, huge restaurant, restaurant inside, yeah. and you can go in and sit down, or you can just grab a, a, one of his signature margaritas to go from that truck, walk around the battery. I mean, this is going to be it's going to be heavenly. Dave Danzig, Bites and Sights, Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Can you hang out one more segment? Yeah, absolutely. All right, hang tight. Tell the folks where you can find you on social media and all that. Follow stuff. me. My handle is Bites. And the letter N sites B I T E S the letter N and S I T E S. Follow and that, me. That's on everything. That's everything, including Snapchat, Instagram, Tinder, Twitter, everything. Grinder. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> I, uh, can you edit that? Okay. <laughs> All right, hang out, David Danzig. Uh, you know him. You love him from the Belinda Skelton Atlanta Living Show. He'll be right back, uh, previewing the amazing culinary assortments at SunTrust Park and the Battery. Hang tight. It's the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram and Tim Andrews in studio, joined by David Danzig, uh, a very important man uh, at the Cox Radio campus. You can also hear him on Belinda's uh, Atlanta Living Show, which is heard every weekend. 1 to 3 p.m. <laughs> I, you, I, I didn't see the cue. Saturday though. or Sunday? It's Saturday okay. uh, from 1 to, 3, 1 to 3, and we'll, we'll be on tomorrow talking about... Uh, a bunch of, of uh, bites and sights. As All well. right, Re- we don't have much time. Real yep. quick, what else are we going to get to eat at the battery? So coming up in October, so that we'll probably won't be open for the season. There's a concept out of Denver called the Punch Bowl Social. This is a twenty-seven thousand square foot uh, facility that's coming to the battery. It's going to have uh, a menu designed by our own sh- uh, chef Hugh Atchison. Okay, and they're going to have bowling, bocce ball. And karaoke, it's sort of going to be, they call themselves an entertainment establishment. Kind of so, like a Chuck E. Cheese for adults. Uh, uh, sure, absolutely. <laughs> Punch Bowl Social. <laughs> Speaking of Hugh Atchison, they're also going to have a, a hot dog stand he's going to do called the First first and Third Hot Dog and Sausage Shack. And so he's going to do these kind of upscale franks. I mean, all this stuff is just going to elevate all the traditional ballpark fare. I, I got to jump in, Danzig. Uh, Johnny Cavasso will, will kill me if I don't ask this question. Any fast food outlets? Are we going to see a Varsity in here? Are we going to see a Chick-fil-A in here? Are we going to see anything like that? Do you know? I predict inside the stadium. This okay. is the battery. So nothing outside, but I, inside. I don't have any reports of that I think we're yet. getting a Varsity inside. I would, I would guess a Waffle House that was going good at Turner Field, sure. Chick-fil-A. I think you'll see some of those familiar brands in the stadium. Traditional baseball food, Waffle. Uh, exactly, <laughs> the hash browns. Um, um, we we got to run for weather, uh, yep. news, weather, and traffic. Um, 
your article will be where? Where can we find your article? Uh, this will come out in the Encore Atlanta um, April issue. And, um, you know, follow me on Bites Insights on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, and all the other social media. And my website is bitesinsights.net. All right. David Danzig, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, Tim Andrews, where can we find you on uh, the social media sites? You can find me at Tim Andrews here on Twitter, and that's pretty much where I hang out. Mark Aram here, you there. Mm -hmm. At Tim Andrews here. All right. I should have snagged that. Uh, Gentlemen, have a great weekend. Thanks so much. I can't wait to break bread with you at the Battery and SunTrust Park uh, coming up in April. Let's do it. News, weather, and traffic next. This is the Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Go to sleep, you little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.